I remember one Sunday when I was younger, and we would go to the Lutheran church in the town of Prescott there, Joy Lutheran, and they had one service at 10 o'clock. And it was the day, when, the day before we had to turn our clocks back. And of course, we never got the memo. So we went to church not realizing we were late, and we were the greeters of everyone coming out of the service that we had just missed. So I hope you all remember to turn your, turn your clocks back. Or, or spring ahead, I mean. <laughs> Boy, that would change things. We are blessed this year to have a woman, her name is Deborah, who's going to be baptized at the Easter Vigil and receive the other Easter sacraments. That's why we're doing these cycle A readings from the Gospel of John. This beautiful scene of Jesus with the woman beside the well. How to understand the significance of this encounter for our own Christian life. In order to appreciate what God is revealing, we have to go back pretty far. In fact, we have to go into eternity, into the very life of God as a trinity. When St. John describes the life of the eternal Son of the Father in the beginning of his gospel, he says that this Son is close to the Father's heart, immersed in the heart of the Father. It is the heart of the Father that was the deep, inexhaustible well from which the eternal Son drank. And the heart of the Son was the well for the Father. So when Jesus, when that eternal Son becomes human, when he takes on our human nature, it is not surprising that we see in Jesus such a strong attraction to prayer. Notice in the Gospels how he often sneaks away in the evening or he get up early in the morning to go off and pray. Why? Because these are the moments where he drinks from that deep well of the Father's heart And in that love of the Father, Jesus receives in his human nature the fulfillment of all his deepest longings that are also in you and in me. What are those deep human longings? The longing for love, the longing for happiness, for that deep inner joy, the longing for a deep and ultimate purpose to our life, the longing for our true identity, the longing for security, for self-worth, and our true dignity. Jesus received all this by drinking from the source, that well of the Father's heart, And this is the same well and source that Adam and Eve drank from 
before they fell from grace. They knew that they needed nothing more. And the love they were receiving from the heart of the Father overflowed into their love for one another. But they needed nothing else to satisfy and fulfill these deepest desires and cravings. So when Adam and Eve fell from grace, they separated themselves from this source. And the history of every human being from that moment on is the history of this woman of Samaria. As she comes to this well looking for water to quench her thirst, this well and those five husbands are symbolic of all the ways that fallen humanity has tried to seek fulfillment of these desires apart from God, looking for love in all the wrong places. What are the wells in your life and in my life where we go with our leaky buckets full of holes, where we are still trying to satisfy these deep inner longings with the things that are passing of this world. Let me describe to you a little bit of this wayward search that we experience so often in our life. We have in our day in American culture an easy access to a steady stream of sensible pleasures to fill our senses. Yet the excessive indulgence in these things is creating a generation that is becoming increasingly frustrated, bored, restless, discontent with a growing number of people who suffer from depression addictions, low self-worth, neurosis, psychosis, and despair. Today, people may be sensibly satisfied, or perhaps we should say sensibly saturated, but deep down, they are spiritually poor and dying of spiritual thirst. Another way to express this would be the problem of overload. Overload of activity, noise, images, and information, often leaving the inner spirit of many people feeling cluttered, cramped, scattered, tense, weary, overstimulated, unfulfilled, and lacking that deep inner joy, peace, and calm. It is because of this that I've often experienced various families and individuals making today a conscious choice to move against this stream that we find in our American culture, making choices to simplify their life, to minimize the number of outside activities. I know families 
who reduce the amount of time that they spend watching TV, that they will have certain moments during the week where they turn off the radios and the cell phones, and to minimize the curiosity that makes us think that we have to know all this information and where we spend hours clicking and surfing the internet, time that could have been spent in so many better ways. Why is this important? Because all these things desensitize us to this deeper inner thirst for God. These desires of our heart for love, for happiness, for meaning, identity, these are homing devices that were meant to lead us back to the source, to the heart of God. But we, like the Samaritan woman, we can continue to try to find fulfillment for these in ways apart from God. And this is why God would often lead his people into the desert to take them away from these distractions and addictions and obsessions of their daily life and to draw them into the desert of prayer, of penance, of self-denial so that they would get in touch with this deeper thirst for God. God thirsts that we would thirst for Him and return to the source. The turning point of this story is when the Samaritan woman drops her bucket and she leaves it behind. She no longer needs it. She has discovered through the gift of faith in the heart of Jesus, the living water that Jesus was waiting to give her. And when she starts to taste this, of course she would drop her bucket. Now she has found what her heart has been longing and looking for. All of this stresses the importance of prayer in our life. If we don't like Jesus... Drink deeply from the well of the Father's heart. We will do what we so often do. We will look to the things of this passing world, these shallow wells, these garbage cans, for what they can never give. And when I was younger, I checked those garbage cans a dozen times just in case I missed something those first few times through. But all they did was make me more thirsty, more empty, and more miserable. And the pain of that finally led me back to the heart of the Father. And now, through the gift of prayer, the most important thing I do every day is to drink from the well of the Father's heart. We're going to do that now with Jesus in the gift of Holy Communion. Jesus was foreshadowed by the striking of the rock in the desert when water came out. Jesus the rock was pierced by the soldier's lance on the cross, and out of him came the blood and water, the gift of the Spirit that satisfies our thirst. Amen.